What's up, gamblers? You already know. It's your boys, Dennis Perez and Ruel Cabral. This is Bet the Universe, where we talk sports betting. Bettheuniverse.podbean.com, the original home, it's iTunes, Spotify, IG page, and of course the panel pick app. Bet the Uni Row is Roel's handle, and Bet the Uni Dennis is mine. Two presences on there. November 12th, 2022, and we are headed into week 10. It's Saturday. My brother, how are you doing, Roel? I'm good, brother. Excited about this week. Nice card, tons of games. Excited. Week 10. That's right. So, uh, should we just jump right into it and then we'll, we'll review our picks from last week after? Yeah, or? yeah. yeah let's, let's just jump that. right in. So, Seahawks, Bucks, of course, uh, first game in Germany, right, for the NFL. Yeah. Trying to expand the game and, you know, stretch out overseas. We got the Seahawks, Bucks, two and a half. The Buccaneers right now, 44 and a half is the total, Roel. Yeah, interesting matchup here with the Seahawks D being as hot as they've been lately. I mean, you're talking about 4 0 against the spread. So the last four games, you're talking about a team that's on fire right now. Geno Smith playing a great football. The defense looks like it's improving. You know, only gave up 21 points last week against Seattle. So, you know, everything that when you're looking at Seattle right now with the four straight wins, the four straight covers, won five out of six, putting up tons of points in a lot of these games, D. The offense is clicking. I'm looking at... uh, you know, damn man, I got it's tough, D. I don't know, man. I wanted to, I want to say Seattle, but the Bucks and Tom is just staring at me on the let other me side. Help, let me think? help you out, brother. Yeah, please. Um, you know, I cashed again with the Seahawks last week, so there's okay. no reason for me to get off this train. I'm gonna ride the Seahawks again by that half point and make it a plus three. Ro, I think I'm getting the better team with three points here, Ro. Mm. You know, let, let's be honest. It's all. You know, everybody's real sentimental about Brady, I guess, and they don't want to let go, and they're still, you know, picking a week after week. But that offense just looked putrid, especially last week against the Rams. It took till 44 seconds left to pull out that last uh, cover right there for the yeah. not even just to pull out a push on the minus three. Geno Smith uh, for the season and 107 quarterback rating. Mm. Uh, you know, the, the Seahawks defense. I think they're top 10 in forcing turnovers. The the Bucks defense for as good as they are, they haven't forced a turnover row since week four. Mm. Yeah, so you know, That's you know Tyreek Woolen, Michael Jackson, they've been playing very well for the in, in, in the in the secondary for Kenny Walker's doing it. I mean, uh, Kenneth Walker's still doing his thing. He logged another 100 yard game last week. Yes, so I'm gonna go ahead and tell you that I like the 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 Walker prop again this week. The prop okay. is this week is 78 and a half row. This guy's been going over 100 since he's taken over the role for Penny. So I'm going to I'm gonna roll with, with Walker on that. That's and, uh, interesting, D. Let me cut you off right there. Yeah. That, that's actually lower than last week because last week was 74. Mm. So that's great. That's well, great. you know, the Bucs have a good defense, bro. So sure. I guess they expect a, a little slowdown there. But yeah, I'm going to have to roll with the plus three, man. It's just real simple for me. Seahawks are hot and the Buccaneers are not. Yeah, man. Uh, I understand, D. And Tampa, I was looking at the numbers and I'm like, fifth in passing, that's great. The scoring offense, though, D, is only 18 points a game. You know what I mean? Like, regardless how much, and the, the, obviously the run game is non-existent. There's no run game with, with Tampa. So, with that, with all that said, and this is not a home game for the Bucks. You're at Germany. You know what I mean? I mean, so, the, the, the problem I is not Seahawks necessarily Brady. Like, he has thrown for over 2,500 passing yards this year, and they are fifth in passing. Yeah, it really is the run game that they're really, they're last in the NFL in running. So, you know, at some point, Leonard Fournette has to get some production going. Some of that is attempts, though, too, though. You don't think of it. They don't even try to run the ball sometimes, it feels like. No, you're right. With Tom, it's that short passing game where yeah. they get down the field. But, um, yeah, I got I to gotta take Seattle in this one, bro. There's no reason not to. They're hot. Like, you know, it, it does look, the line smells a little fishy. With going, you know, Tampa's way two and a half, but I'm, I'm rolling with Seattle. So you're looking at Kenny Walker, uh, props? 78 and a half. 
Okay. Over. You like that? Yes. The Tampa's uh, run defense, 23rd against the run. So, yeah, I like that, D. I agree with you there with Kenny Walker. And uh, as far as the total, what do you think? 44 and a half, 45? What do you think? Uh, over? I'm thinking, oh, I think Bucks might score this game, D. Yeah, I'll go under. You go under? Yeah. Okay. I'm going under. I think we're going to get some points here in Germany, you know? The offense from the Bucks. I know I've been saying it lately. It got to turn it around soon, You said though, it yourself, right? bro. They haven't scored over 20 in a while. 18 points a game. Yeah, it's bad. The, the offense hasn't been there. No production. Yeah. So let's move on. Let's go to the Texans and the Giants. This one's four and a half. Giants are finally favored in the game here, bro. Favorite. Expected to win. 40 and a half. Let's see how they respond. What you think about this one? Yeah, the public right now is, is on the Giants, man. I, sometimes I've seen five, so, you know, a shot up to five, five and a half, and then come back down. But 72% last time I saw was on the Giants here. So... The lean is there first. I mean, the Texans on uh, on in, on the road, they're one in 3D. And they rack near the bottom of all offensive categories. There's a chance for the Giants to really run the ball here with Barkley. So, yes, an alert for the Ar- Barkley props. An alert for Barkley anytime touchdown, you know, and maybe even two if you want some value, guys. Barkley anytime touchdowns. Look at that. Houston's defense is very, very bad. It sucks, and it's bad against the run. I like the Giants in this game, D, and I think the Giants cover. Yeah, it might be a pick for me because I just think that, that this is a good chance for them. They're coming off a bye, you know. Texans are bad, bro. You gotta beat this team. They beat other teams that are good. They should be able to handle this team. You know, I will. I will roll with the Giants. Yeah, I'm gonna roll with the Giants here. We'll take them four and a half. Why not? This Houston offense stinks, bro. Thirtieth and third down conversions. Thirtieth yeah. and first downs. Twenty mm-hmm. second in red zone efficiency. Twenty seventh in yards per play. And against a Wink Martindale defense that likes to blitz and that Giants defense getting a little healthier, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take my chances here with the Giants finally favored of the game. And, you know, I, I think they come and show out. Yeah. The rushing offense is fourth in the league, guys, for the Giants. And you got the Texans, 32nd ranked rush defense. They should be able to run the ball, you know, and get those props. And, I mean, let's be honest. Like, I like Davis Mills, but, you know, uh, he's kind of like a, a poor man's version of Daniel Jones, no? Kind yeah. of the same guy. Right. Daniel Jones right. been balling this year. He's been doing it with the legs. So I'll, 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 I will take a shot on the Giants in this one. I think games. we both agree here. Any, yep. any uh, thoughts on the total? You like the Barkley prop? I like the Barkley prop. I like the Barkley anytime touchdown. You know, I would even look at um, what, what, the Giants quarterback again? Um, Daniel Jones. Daniel, I would look at Daniel Jones. I'm sorry, guys. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. I would look at Danny Dimes' rushing prop, too. Like, the, the, he's probably going to get out the pocket and run, too. He likes to do that, so... I would look at Daniel Jones, some rushing props. No total here, 41 and a half, lean on the over. Uh, the Giants be playing those slug it out games, mm. though. You know what I mean? Tough, tough call. I would lean under. I would lean under. Bad Houston defense. Yeah. All right, we'll lean Let's under. I, I do <laughs> like the Giants, though. Actually, we'll, I'll just stay away from the total and just take the Giants four and mm-hmm. a half. It should this probably go up. Oh, five and a half now on FanDuel, bro. Yeah, it's it going might be up. a touchdown by Sunday. It's going up. It's going up. And you can't, everyone's thinking Teaser? the same. Teaser candidate? Possibility, possibility. I, I like the Giants to get this win at home off a of bye week with a good, well-coached team, you know. Viking, like Vikings, Bills next on the docket, minus three, Buffalo. This line has dropped because of, uh, we, we don't know if Allen's going to be a bit. He's still questionable as of now, though, Rose, so they, they haven't said, ruled him out just yet. They so said hour by hour. If last you can hour. take the Bills minus three now and somehow Allen is playing, but then again, you don't know how healthy he is. The, the elbow's a little flimsy. Just a lot going on here. As far as that with Allen, but um, what you think about this one? Forty three is the total. Yeah, this is. I, at first, you know, I'm thinking this is gonna be one of the best games of the week, and it still might be a pretty solid game. But 
now not knowing if Josh Allen's gonna be in, not knowing if he's gonna he has a tear. I mean, does he have a tear? Do, do do you know? Do we know? The like, news has not come out yet. I think Buffalo's so, not being very forthright with what's going on with the elbow. Yeah. So with that with that being said, like you know, I'm not I'm unsure about the Bills. Obviously, you know, Case Keenum is a, is a, a very you know he's a suitable backup. He's he's not a bad backup. He's had some experience. He knows how to play, and he has a a, a talented team. You know, he has wide receivers. He has. Three, two, three really good wide receivers. He has a tight end, you know what I mean? And he has a couple of running backs. So I think the Buffalo's still probably going to be in this game. Their defense is still the best defense in the league, if you look at all the categories, you know. Minnesota's defense is suspect against the pass, D. I mean, they're 27th against the pass. For a team that's 6-1, and one, that's kind of surprising. So that kind of, you know, caught my eye. But also, I believe this the Bills um, tur- is a turf, right, D? It's not grass field, right? It's a turf. Turf, yeah. So with that being said, Vikings 8-1-1 one, one against the spread the last 10 games. That makes sense here again with Jefferson because Jefferson loves that fast turf. He should be able to move it. Travion White might be back in this game. I'm going uh, you know, to lean, lean Bills, D. I'm still going to lean with the Bills minus three, even if Case Keenum is in. Still like the Bills at home with that defense. Until I know if Allen's in this game or not, I can't really pick a side on this one. If Allen was playing, you know, there's obviously Buffalo here, but, you know, I, I think he might not. And I think it might be a, a case where he, he could be ready to play, but they sit him anyway just for rest, for precautionary reasons, yeah. you know. So I'll go ahead and side with uh, the Vikings plus three. Mm. And, you know, thinking that Allen's not going to be playing in this game. Uh, I'm thinking the same, but I still like them, bro. Yeah, yeah. listen, they have, it's not just the Allen show, but then exactly. again, there's this. Of the 25 touchdowns Buffalo has scored this year, 23 of them are responsible by Allen either mm. rushing or passing. So that's 82% of the, of the, the touchdown production by in one guy right there, you know. So, I, I, you know, Vikings are pretty good. They need a big win because they had that letdown earlier against the Eagles. They need to show that they can beat one of these heavyweights. So I'm sure they'll be up for the challenge. I told you earlier before the show, Ro, Kirk 2-17 versus teams four games are over 500. Mm. You know, it's tough. Yeah. And the Bills' defense is kind of hurt. Uh, Micah High, okay. uh, Greg Rosal, Jordan Poyer are going to be out for this game. Ro says Trey White might be available. So, you know, there's that right there. But, yeah. And you know what? I'm going to suggest a little a little Hawkinson prop. Questionable. You like the Hawkinson prop here? Yes. A little, little safety net for I like Kirk? That. I like go, that. Go to him over the middle there. He fed him last week a little something. Some more time. Yeah, some more time together in practice. That should definitely go well for him, and, and he should probably settle in more. And with Irv Smith now being out, obviously you're going to have more touches as Hawkinson as the other tight end, you know? So that's a good that's a good call by you, D. I definitely agree with you. Besides that, like I said, man, I'm expecting, I'm expecting Josh Allen to be out. But I do like the Bills still with the with that defense, with that talent, and they still a well coached team. So I go Bills at home. Lions Bears Bears minus three forty eight and a half is the total on this one. Bro, I got him with that Fields prop last week. You sure did, my brother. You, you smashed him with the that. The day he broke Michael Vick's record, smashed him with that. Great job by you, brother. I know you were talking before this. You were thinking you might you might double down on that double bad Double down, run. baby. And I can't blame you for that, especially against, against this Detroit. Defense. Yeah, exactly. Against this Detroit defense, man. It's, the, it's one of the worst. Like, we always say it. Historically bad. You know, they're, they're near the bottom of all categories. And the Chicago Bears run the ball. They are number one in the league, almost 200 yards of games, guys. So, I mean, I think both teams will have success running here, D. Detroit also likes to run the ball, throw in the run, and Chicago's run defense is 28th in the league against the run. So my like, what I like the most here, D, 
I do like the Bears. I lean Bears, but I also like the under. Mm. The reason for it, I think that's going to be a running clock. I think both teams will be able to run the ball, maybe hold each other to a couple field goals, and this game goes under the 48 and a half. You know, I'll take it under 49, but that might be another one that might be I'm, – I'm looking at that as one of my wages this week. Mm. What are you thinking for this game? I think we on opposite sides here. Okay. I, we are on the same side with the Bears, right? I can't <laughs> ignore how well the Bears have looked at, as far as rushing offense. Still a little to be said about the passing offense, but I kind of leaned all over in this one, bro, because of the, the two defenses combined. Yeah, They are playing bad. well on offense, Chicago, but they did sell off some key pieces on defense, you know? It's true. So, and, and, that, and that coupled with the fact that, I mean, this red across the board for the Detroit defense, miracle that Green Bay could only muster nine points against that team right there. A-Rod did have the two they red zone picks. They might be getting but, better. Uh, you think so? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, because they both run, like, I, I just need them to hold them to a couple field goals. That clock's going to keep running, you know? Mm, yo, it's I the NFL. Yeah, so that's sure. why I think it goes slightly under, you know? Is but, Swift available for this one, bro? I'm um, looking at the injuries right now, my brother. I'm looking at Chicago. Uh, Swift is... I think Swift is good, brother. Swift is probable, yeah. So he's good. Yep. So, yeah, I, I am going to double down, though, on that Justin Fields prop. Now, last mm-hmm. week we got it at 49 and a half, I believe, or 50 and a half. Yeah. Doesn't matter. He shattered it. But this week it's 10 yards up to 60 and a half. Now, mm. odds makers are adjusting now. The line <laughs> is more a little inflated. But, goddamn, this guy ran for 178 last week. He's dynamic with the legs, man. It's, it's a big part of what they do on, <coughs> yeah. on offense. And against this, this Detroit defense, I'll take another shot with that, bro. Yeah, for sure, brother. I agree with you there. Obviously, they got the plays set up for him now. They got the blocking set up for him. And, and they don't, he don't want to pass the ball. He, he just doesn't. He, they're 31st in passing. That's not part of their game plan. That's not what they want to do. They want to run the ball, and he will have plays you know, to run the ball. So I mm. agree with you. Let's move, my brother. Broncos, Titans. Titans minus three. And um, for 39, a low total of 39 in this one. Yeah, low total here. Of course, guys, Denver, 1-7 and seven on the under this year. And Tennessee, 2-6 and six on the under. So, yes, the first thing I'm looking at might just be that under. We might get some field goals. But then as you dissect the game and you try to, you know, handicap, see who you like, I like Tennessee here, D. This is going to be a defensive matchup. The Tennessee is second. Um, it, it runs the ball, loves running the ball, and Denver's 21st against the run. So right there, I see a matchup issue there. And the opposite side, Tennessee's weakness is the pass because they're 30th against the pass defensively. And the Broncos' passing game isn't nothing to write home about. Russell's had issues all year, you know what I mean? So Tennessee's at home here. They played a solid game last week. You know, got to look up to see if Tannehill's coming in or not. And I'll, and I'll, ch- I'll check that up for you while D gives you his breakdown. But I still like the Titans here. I mean, the way that Henry's running the ball, you got to look at all Henry props, touchdown props, all that, D. Henry is killing it right now. And yeah, he, he uh, looks unstoppable. Four rushing touchdowns in the last two weeks for Henry. He has found his stride. Roski, this does look like a game where it's going to be a lot of running and a lot of punting. Both these teams horrible at converting on, on third down. Mm. 31st third down conversion for Denver. 29th third down conversion for Tennessee. It, it's, you know, recipe for a game. that, And it's a, it's a reason why that total so low at 39. I think it still goes under. Tannehill, probable. So he's going he's gonna to play most likely, which is a good sign here for Tennessee. And I agree with you with the under, bro. Like, these teams, they just haven't been scoring that much, and their defenses have been standing up. And, again, with the issues on third down both for both teams and these two defenses, I love the under as well. Now, Henry on the rushing yards is inflated, bro. They, mm-hmm. they have that at 107.5 right now. <laughs> That's crazy. But, I mean, you still like it? 
Against Denver's run defense, I mean, 21st against the run, you know the Titans are going to try to run. Yeah, bro, I still like it. My, maybe how about the anytime touchdown? Is that is that anywhere nearby there? Yeah, let me get into that real quick. Maybe an anytime touchdown with him. You know, I know it's going to be probably a minus 130, minus 140, but maybe even two, guys. like Henry. Minus 183. Wow. They have four touchdowns in the last two weeks, bro. They feed him on the goal line, two touchdowns each of the last two weeks. So, That's I mean, crazy. you know? Yeah, that's, that's expensive. You're gonna you're gonna have to piece that in a, in, a, in a parlay or something. Yeah, I mean yeah. you could take it by itself. Like there's a, a strong likelihood of it happening. That's good, damn man. Damn, they on to it. Kind of got you off right there. They on to it now. They on to it. They definitely on to it. So you might have to think twice, guys. But yeah, maybe two touchdowns. You know, for value, guys. Let's move. So let's go to the Jags Chiefs right here. Chiefs nine and a half right here. Fifty one is the total. Niners Chiefs, where we at? Niners, uh, Jaguars Chiefs? Jags Chiefs, baby. That's Jags, what we're doing Chiefs, right now. Jags Chiefs, nine and a half, maybe nine. Some of some people, some money coming in on the Jags. It depends, bro, because the Chiefs, you know, they are overvalued. We know how overvalued they are. They're three and five against the spread for the you season. You know they're bad against those big spreads, bro. Exactly. And you got Nicole Hardman out, Nicole Hardman out here with the abdomen injury. Their run defense, I'm looking at Casey's run defense, right? Casey, they, they run defense pretty good. So, I mean, I'm looking for the Jags here to kind of do their thing. But, damn, you would think it would be through the run game in NTN, right? Yeah, 0-4 against the spread at home, Kansas City, this year. 3-5 mm. and five overall. Yeah, not great. What do you think for this game, dude? I'm going to roll with KC on this one, bro. I think they get it done. I think this is a game where they cover easily. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has been really inconsistent as of late. Uh, I don't really have much confidence in this Jaguars team. I, yeah, like I said, man, I got to roll with KC. I know it's a lot of points. Not my favorite pick to go with a with a with over a touchdown uh, spread like this, but, you know, I just think KC, this is a game where it has blowout written all over it, you know? Mm -hmm. Second and third down conversions, first and, and first down conversions. It's, it's, a fuck, it's, it's a sick offense over here with Juju and Pacheco and, and Hilaire and Kelsey and Mahomes is doing his thing, man. Quietly, I got to say, he's got to probably be the leader for MVP this year. No, Roski? He might be. He might, he might just be. I mean, I got to look at all the numbers, you know. But, yeah, I, when I think about an MVP, I definitely think about him and I think about Jalen Hurts and what he's doing for that undefeated team. And I think team. a key reason why this game will be a blowout is because Jacksonville, they don't really sack the quarterback. They're 27th in sacks, and when you give a guy like Mahomes extra time in the pocket, he will absolutely pick you apart. So I think this one, I could just see them winning easily by more than 10 points. Yeah, I think KC finally gets that cover at home as well, D. They'll, they'll go to one and four against the spread at home because there's a good chance to do it, especially a Jags team that's one and five against the spread the last six meetings. A Jags team that gives up the pass, the 22nd against the pass, KC will exploit them there. And, you know, KC's defense is, for all that said, their issues are really against the pass, not against the run. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, he's been okay. Maybe I'll look at Christian Kirk again as far as a prop, guys. Christian Kirk alert prop. <coughs> look at that over receiving yards because... KC's defense is 24th against the pass, but they're fifth against the run. So Etienne might not have as good of a day today. You know, I might stay away from those props. All right. Let's move on. Browns, Dolphins. Dolphins, three and a half favorites at home. 49 and a half is the total. Interesting matchup here. You know, at first, if I was doing the guest of lines, I might think that Miami's favored a little bit more here. Mm. The only reason I say that. It's because Miami's been so explosive, you know? They've been so explosive lately. They haven't lost with Tua. When Tua started a game and he's finished the game, they haven't lost the game. And Miami is just puts up a lot of points. Cleveland is coming off one of their better games this year. Of course, on Halloween night, they put on quite the show. And they are rested for this game. 
so they should be fairly healthy. So as I was looking at their offensive line, they're getting a couple of guys back on their O line too, the, which will help that run game, which is already a top notch run game. So if you're looking at the Browns, there's a lot of reasons that you might like them. I like, I still like Tua. I still like that run, that run game now with Wilson. Now is getting better. I still like the fact that Bradley Chubb is going to be added in, into the lineup and he's going to be getting some more reps. And with all that said, Dolphins at home. I like the Dolphins. D by the half point. Miami minus three. I think there's a likelihood for a lot of points in this game mm. right here, bro, especially yep. with the way Miami's defense has played the last couple of weeks here. Both those games have gone over. Um, they're second in passing, and then, in, you know, to complement that, Cleveland is third in rushing. So, I should yep. just, you know, you should see these teams get up and down the field rather easily. I'm going to go ahead and make a suggestion on the over in this game, bro, just the way Miami's defense has been trending. Also, I like, I like the points with Cleveland. I think three and a half is too much. If I got Miami under a three, I'd be I'd consider Miami a little more, but mm -hmm. especially being at home. But over over three, I, Miami's played some close games lately. And I think Cleveland is better than, people, than what people think. So I'll, I'll take the points, and I do like this game to go over. I agree with your over suggestion there, D. Do like points here. Cleveland's defense is suspect. I mean, they suspect against the run. That's why I think Wilson will get more reps here. Look out for Wilson props, guys. Wilson anytime touchdown. And then as far as the as far as any props for the Browns, I mean, you gotta like Chubb, right, D? Mm -hmm. I don't know how what his totals at, which what, what what Chubb's totals at. But he also like Cooper. Amari Cooper is one of those weapons that he gets a lot of targets. You gotta look at Amari Cooper as well. Chubb for what? Anytime touchdown score or or yards. I don't have that the right yards away. Yeah. yeah, it's not, a, you know, whatever it is, I, I'll like consider it. it with that Miami defense, the way that it's played this year. What about any Waddle or Tyreek Hill props? You I think they both, both got a touchdown last week and both were over 100 yards. Uh, you know, they get fed, man. He's not shy about throwing to these guys, and they are very good at, you know, getting yards after the catch. So, yeah, I think they'll get those guys. Of course. I mean, Cleveland's giving up 25 points a game, you know. Their pass defense is not 15th, middle of the pack. You know, they're 15th in the, in the league. But this Miami offense, Miami run on um, pass offense is top notch, bro. Second in the league. And they're just, it's, they're a different kind of offense when two is in there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They just are. He's so accurate. Last two games for Miami 35 32 against Chicago, 31 27 against Detroit. Both went over. Both those offenses, I mean, I know Chicago's been uh, better as of late and they do run the hell out of the ball. But, I mean, yeah. Those taking advantage, it, yeah, you know, yeah. taking advantage of those bad teams. I mean, Cleveland has the buy. Let's see what they could do off the buy. You know, it's a tough call on the on the spread, but there's some good props out there available. Saints Steelers. This one is one and a half. We have a, a road favorite here. The Saints are favorite one and a half, and the total was forty in this contest here. Yeah, Not really interested in watching this one, bro. Uh, yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, Saints still fighting for the division, so they're still. Definitely, like, playoff implications and all that. Of course, you know, it's still er fairly early in the season. We're in week 10. You know, I'm sure the Steelers think they still have a chance. And Tomlin convinced those guys to play, that they're going to be playing their hearts out. But but this Pittsburgh defense, D, they're 31st versus the pass. Mm -hmm. They're 29th in total yards given up. And I know TJ Watt's back, and he's been back, but... You know, and they're off a bye week, and Tomlin as a dog is, 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 is a good bet most of the time, especially at home, right? So I know all those things, but the Saints' offense is top-notch. I mean, they're six in total yards, they're seventh in passing, 12th in rushing. Kamara, Olave, you got Landry finally back this week. You still got Taysom Hill doing things on both sides, big plays, you know? So 
I, I, I lean Saints here. Tough call. I lean Saints, though. You know, not a pick, but I like the Saints. <clears throat> I like Saints for a lot of the same reasons you do, Rose. So, no need me to repeat what you just said. It's the offensive unit that stands out for me. Mm-hmm. Seventh pass and 12th rushing, like you just said. 11th in red zone efficiency. Uh, first in points. Mm. So, I mean, these guys get after it. You listed all the weapons that they have. I love Olave. Kamara's been, you know, coming into his own again. And, and being that stud that he was. And, you know, Andy Dalton is, is filled the role of starting quarterback quite admirably for, for the Saints, man. You know, they, they, they're putting up points and they, they look dynamic on offense. So hats off to, to, to Dalton. I'll take the short one and a half on the road. I don't yeah. have faith in the Steelers' role. You can't, you know, and like I said, it's tough going against Tomlin at home. Listen, they are well coached. I'll give them that. And I love Tomlin. So, they, you know, he will have his guys prepared. But I just think it's a case of lack of talent. Do you like Olave? You know, Olave's been a big part of this offense lately. Do you look at his props or do you look at, you know, Taquan Smith or are you looking at Landry because Landry's coming back? Olave did come off against Olave's at 62 and a half, Broski. Had 71 yards last week, had 52 the week before that, 106 the week before that. You know, 14 targets. He's got a lot of targets too here, D. I do like Olave. Because I of mean, the volume? Because of the volume, yeah. I do like Olave. 62 and a half is not a huge number. I like Olave over. I'm with you on that, bro. Yes, sir. And we're both on the Saints. So uh, let's move on. Colts and Raiders. Raiders four and a half, and the total is 41 here. Uh, Colts, man, a whole new coaching uh, coaching regime with, with yeah. Jeff Saturday and whatever team he brings in. Yeah, exactly. This Jeff Saturday is the big story here. But on the other side, there's another coach over there that left the Colts at the altar, D. McDaniels also had a, had a deal with the Colts a couple of years ago, and then he, he decided to, to leave at the last minute, you know, after he signed. I don't even know if he signed. There was a lot going on there. I mean, this is a funny game. You got Vegas at home. They got tons of injuries. Hunter Renfro and Waller are going to be out for this game. But, 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 you still have Jacobs, right? Who's great. And you still have Devontae Adams, bro. So the lean is Vegas. There's not a lot of, you know, I don't feel great about it, obviously. There's nothing that you could feel great about in this game, you know? But it's tough to call all around. But my lean, the, what I like the best, the best bet for me is going to be Vegas to cover the four and a half. Out, out, oh man, it's a tough one right here. Yeah, but know, uh, right? yeah, because Carr's been so inconsistent, you know. And I do have Jacobs on my fantasy team, so I have you know <laughs> rooting interest in the Raiders, obviously. But I'll, I'll go ahead and and it's not my favorite pick, but I'll go Colts plus four and a half, just mm. because I think their defensive unit is the best unit on the field, of, okay. you know, of the both teams. Fifth and allowing third down conversions. Uh, Sixth in, in, in defending the pass, 11th in defending the rush. So, you know, with the inconsistencies of the Raiders' offense, and let's be honest, the Colts might have dodged the bullet in not hiring McDaniels, don't you think, you know? Yeah, you're right. The Raiders you're aren't right. really, you know, lighting the world on fire, Roski. So You're right. Injuries have been a part of it, but you're right. I'm going to I'm gonna take the points here, four and a half. Yeah, I, I, I feel you, brother. I feel you with the four and a half. The problem with the reason that I didn't feel confident doing that is that Colts offense, my brother. 32nd yeah, no, in the course. league, you know, it's 14 points a game, especially with Ellinger. It's, it's, it seems like it's been worse, you know. And now so Ellinger with another rough. change in coaching exactly. midseason. Exactly. So there's a lot of voices that he's listening to over there. Might be some confusion on that side. You got the Vegas at home. You know, I don't feel great. Like you, like I said, I don't, you know. But I'll, I'll lean with the I'll lean with the Raiders here. The, how about the total? You like anything with the total? You like a Jacobs a Jacobs prop? What do you think about? So let's give these guys because of else. the inconsistencies are in both offenses. I'm gonna have to lean under here, Roski. Hmm. Gonna have to lean that under. And that Colts defense is pretty solid. 
So Colts uh, defense solid. So yeah. maybe the Raiders will be that limited. And you know, Colts offense is yeah. It's new coach, man. New new is I'm sure, and I'm sure it's, it's a new coordinator. He's it's a Ellinger. rookie. Yeah, you know? There's a lot of reasons why that Colts offense hasn't clicked. You know, and it's surprising that they have a better record than the Raiders mm. too. It really is. Let's move on, man. Cowboys, Packers. This is an interesting role because the Packers are pretty much playing for the season in this one. Total is 44 in the Cowboys. Significant road favorite, especially in Lambeau. Four and a half points. Yeah, it's. I mean, I don't know the last time that the Detroit was a four and a half. Man, well, at, I guess no. I'm looking at their schedule right now. Yeah, they, they probably favored and men favored at home for a while now. And, and I don't know. I think it happened earlier in the season that they weren't. But this happens again now. Four and a half. Packers, man, they've been bad, bro. You're talking about five straight losses, nine points against the, that Lions defense that we always shitting on. Like, come on, Packers got to be better than that. And then you're talking, you told me that Aaron Jones might be out for this game. Mm-hmm. So considering all that, you're facing a Dallas team here that who's, who's, who's been on point, a Dallas team that runs the ball, that has weapons, you know. You guys know how I feel about Dalton Schultz. So you already know. Dalton Schultz props with Dak in. I'm looking at Dalton. You know, C.D. Lamb's getting his reps. He almost got 70 yards a game here for the season. That, that was with Cooper Rush at the helm for, for a lot of the time. I'm looking at C.D. You know, that, that's another guy that's been targeted a lot. But as far as the spread goes, I got to side with the Cowboys here, D. Hmm. So, yeah, as Ro mentioned, Aaron Jones questionable in this one. People keep waiting for the Packers to wake up. It's five straight losses now, man, against, you know, teams that aren't exactly, you know, the elite of the elite, but they just can't seem to get wins. Packers' O-line, very suspect, bro. These Cowboys like to rush the quarterback, yes. number one in pressure percentage, so they're going to be getting after Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Since Dak's return in Week 7, he only has one incompletion against the Blitz. Wow. The Packers' defense is a little Blitz-happy. They have the second-highest Blitz rate in the NFL, so they'll be, you know employing their blitz against that which is good you know a good thing for him i gotta go with the cowboys bro there's no reason to not take the cowboys against the packers these guys have been disappointing all year long the packers it's over and it's not necessarily rogers fault he is does look a little older right there the two red zone interceptions were uncharacteristic of him last week against the lions but you know it's the signs of an aging quarterback and also that he is devoid of weapons he does not have the weapons to get it done it's just right. plain to see. You got to take the Cowboys in this spot. You're right, bro. You're right. This might be a pick for me too, bro. Just because, you know, I might have to trim it down and figure that out. But, yeah, man, this the Cowboys look like a very good pick here against this Green Bay team that, that needs this game. That's probably why I won't pick it because it's a desperate team. And you know how I feel about a desperate team, my brother. Let's move on. Cardinals and Rams. Now, this one right here is a little hard to call, Roel, because Stafford did have a concussion last week, so yes. we don't know if he's going to play. And then Kyla has a hamstring injury, so we don't know if he's going to play on the Cardinals' side. Nonetheless, the line is minus three, Rams at home, 40 and a half is the total. I mean, the Rams, are they have to feel a certain way after being so close last week and not being able to finish that game, especially the way that it happened, giving up the big play down the middle, which is a big no-no, and then giving up the sideline a few couple of times. That was pretty bad. That was a pretty bad showing by the Rams' defense after playing such a good game against the Tampa Bay offense, you know what I mean? And as for the Cardinals, I mean, they pretty much got walloped by Seattle, you know? Seattle did anything they really wanted against them. Uh, Seattle, you know, they uh, Arizona... It, and both these teams have been very disappointing this year. You know, hard to gamble on this on these teams and feel good about it. Rams still struggling on offense, you know, still struggling running the ball. So there's a lot of issues there. 
you know, I, I probably just stay away from this game, D, to be honest with you, bro. I was going to mention this game. I was going to say that. <laughs> I was going to suggest the same just because you just don't know who the starting quarterbacks are. It could be Wolford for the Rams, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't even know who the, the, the Cardinal backup is to Kyla. Uh, I, I would suggest a D hop prop because since he's returned, he's been number two in receiving yardage. But again, if it's not Kyla throwing at him, you're going to really feel good taking a D hop prop this weekend. So mm-hmm. this one, we're just going to, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to lean anything in this one, bro. It's yeah, just, me neither, bro. The information is incomplete. We don't know who the starting quarterback is going to be, so we're just going to leave this one a roll. You agree, brother? I do, my brother. I'll leave this one alone. There's too many question marks here, and these two teams have been too inconsistent this year. We're going to move on to the Chargers and 49ers. 49ers a touchdown favorite at home. 45 and a half is the total in this one. Yeah, the 49ers. I was kind of shocked that the line was like this, but then when I looked more into it, I was like, oh, yes, the Chargers still have all those injuries, man. And even though they got that win last week, they snuck it out against the Falcons on the road, which is it's always good to get those wins like that on the road. And they have a better record than the 49ers, believe it or not, at 5-3 and three for, the, for the Chargers. I mean, the Niners are still... There's a reason that they're favored, D. There's a reason they're favored. They have the weapons. Mm-hmm. McCaffrey's there. Kittle's still there. Ayuk is there. We got Debo coming back off an injury now. He's probable this week. So there's reasons that San Fran and that Lions keeps going up. Is that seven and a half now? As I look at it, D. I don't know if FanDuel is showing the same thing, mm-hmm. but but that line has been moving. Seven and a half, bro. It's been moving up. So there's money coming in on San Fran, guys. There's a reason for it. I like San Fran here. I lean San Fran. I don't love San Fran as a favorite, but I lean San Fran here. I'm going to side with you, Ro. Lean San Fran here. Uh, the line movement is going San Fran's way. It's, it's because of all the Chargers' injuries, man. These guys have no key wide receiver for mm-hmm. Justin Herbert to throw to. He's missing his number one and number two again. And, you know, say what you want about Keenan Allen. He's a great talent in the league, but this guy always seems to be hurt, Roel. He's yeah. constantly not playing football, so... Going moving forward for the Chargers, obviously some things that need to be addressed as far as like guys that are actually available to play. Uh, also Herbert, man, he still got those bruised ribs. I don't think if that it's fully here. He has balled this year. I gotta be honest, like considering the lack of weapons that he's had all year long, and Eckler is a fantastic running back, and he's been doing his thing as well. But uh, against a team with, with the with the defense, the caliber of the 49ers. I'm going to lean the 49ers. And this is the 8-20 game, guys, at night. Just so you know, it's the night game here for tomorrow night. Yeah, and, and any props that you're looking at here, D? Anything that jumps out at you? I mean, I had McCaffrey last week on the over. It was it was a low total. I think it was like 60 on the rushing yards. And they I, actually I have Eckler at a very low total, bro, because it's the 49ers defense, but he's down at 44 and a half. Wouldn't mm. you be tempted to take that? Yeah, definitely. He had 47 yards last week, but he's had 170 yards, up to 170 yards this year, 60 here and there. Yeah, I'd be, temp- I'd be tempted to take that considering how thin they are on the offense. Definitely, Eckler's a huge part. He scores t- tons of touchdowns, too, the D. You know, so watch out for Eckler anytime touchdown. I would consider that. Um, plus 105, Eckler, so you're still getting plus yeah, money on him. Love it. Love McCaffrey, it. minus 200 for an anytime touchdown. That is pricey. That is pricey. Maybe look at Debo. Plus 100 on Debo. Yeah, maybe look at Debo because so he still gets some and, and Eckler, they, they do score touchdowns. They get, they do get the ball in that red zone area. Yes. So, you know, considering you're getting a little value there and it's around even. I love it. Anything with the total here? Yeah, I'm going to lean under in this one. Uh, this 49ers defense should be able to slow uh, 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 
injury plagued, you know, Charger offense down yeah. just up to the point where this game goes under. No, bro. Yeah, and the Chargers defense played solid last week. I mean, still no Bosa. Bosa's out. Still no Bosa, but they played good last week against a, a tough Falcons team on the uh, at home. You know what I mean? So you got to give the char- the Chargers defense a little credit there. I Maybe definitely lean the, the under 45 and a half. Like the under as well, my brother. Let's go. Commanders, Eagles. This will be the Monday night to finish out week 10. Eagles, minus 11 at home. Biggest favorite of the week. And uh, 43 and a half is the total. These guys played already earlier this year, right? I believe so. Yeah. I think the Eagles. Uh, I know definitely the Eagles yeah. won. I, I don't know if they covered in a li- eleven spread, although it wasn't eleven that game. But I, I don't think they smoked them. Twenty-four to eight. D. Okay, week so three. they did smoke them. Yeah, they pretty much did. Their defense did their thing. Obviously, that was Carson Wentz. We got Heineke here, and Heineke's done a good job. You know, he he was in that game last week. They had that game won. They were up twenty. They were up seventeen to seven, I believe, late, and and Minnesota came back and, and charging it and took the win. But, yeah, Heineke's been impressive, man. He's kept his team in the game. He's held the mistakes down a little bit. You know, 11 points here for a division game is a lot. Is a lot. I think I might lean Washington here, D. Mm. But, you know, Eagles, don't be surprised if the Eagles blow them out because the Eagles have just been that good this year. Yeah, on both sides of the ball, bro. So that, that's the thing, the the battle that Washington. Also, uh, Heineken's been kind of reckless with that football, man. Throwing oh, yes. over the middle last week. Yeah, he, he should have been intercepted more than the one time that they got him because he was <laughs> – that ball was in, in defenders' arms, you know, last week. So, and he's not gonna get away with that this week against this defense. This defense is very opportunistic. So I can True. see Heineke. Uh, you know, maybe the game is is close first half, and then it gets out of hand second half, and Eagles get the cover. I think they cover the eleven roll. All right, can't blame me for going that direction. Any props for UD here? Any total in 43 and a half? I always like a Jalen Hurts anytime touchdown because he does seem to do that quarterback sneak move when they're within five yards or or the design run play. Like, he's a big, strong quarterback. Yes. He's capable of breaking a few tackles and getting a touchdown. So, you know, I'd I'd look at Jalen there. The RPO is part of it. So, yeah. Big part of his game. It's a big part of his game. I like that Jalen Hurts prop. Um, I would look at, you know, McLaurin didn't have it. McLaurin didn't have it last week. But that's still the top guy. I would look at receptions, props for McLaurin. I'm going right back to that well. They'll probably be down in this game to Philly, so they'll have to throw the ball a little bit more. McLaurin props, guys. So you got Receiving her, you yards. Got, you got, I'm sorry. You got Hurts here at minus 105 for the anytime touchdown. That's good value. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Good stuff there. All right. Cool. So let's get Maybe to Maybe the- A.J. Brown. I, you know, because AJ Brown is just that big of a weapon for plus her. He loves him. Yeah, uh, plus not last week, but I think it was the the two weeks ago where he had two touchdowns himself receiving. AJ, look so at he AJ. Is, he is a, big, a, a favorite target of Jalen's. Uh, yeah, so that will conclude the rundown of the the week ten card right there. Now let's get to the picks. Last week, uh, I had three selections. The teaser was was busted right away by that thirty nine and a half overcharge Atlanta game. Uh, didn't matter anyway because Buffalo didn't end up winning their game either. So that was busted. That was a loss. We got the win on Seattle. We've been riding them, man. They coming through for your boy week after week, putting money in the pocket. So, you know, Seattle was good last week. Nice. And um, we were fortunate to get a push. I know we both took uh, Tampa there. Yes. And it came down to a drive. With, well, they should have had it the drive before. Scotty Miller t- dropped that touchdown in the red zone, hit him in the face mask. But, you know, a three and out by that Tampa defense. They get the ball back with 44 seconds left. It takes Tom Brady one clock to, you know, one clock at play to get down the field Crazy. and get that last touchdown. Tommy time, man. Crazy. Funny thing about that role Rams is all defense. that happened when, because remember, it was only two four o'clock games last week. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was the Seattle, Seattle game and the, Cardinals, and, the yeah. uh, 
And when Tommy time happened, that last drive, it was when the Seattle game had already finished. So the stage was all set for time. It was the only game on TV. Everybody nice. was watching that. And that's when Tom came through at the end, you know, with a, with a beautiful drive. Of course. So, yeah. That's, uh, for me, the picks this week, bro. Oh, actually, go ahead. Review your picks for last week. Yeah, my picks last week, I had Miami minus four. You know, I, maybe I should have bought down even more because they only won by three against the Bears. So they get the win. They don't get the cover, unfortunately. I had Minnesota minus three, and Minnesota pushed. So the Vikings pushed. They came back late. I was happy, just happy to get the push. And I was also just happy to get the push in the Tampa game. They, you know, you just explained it, how it, went, how it all went down. Again, I was just happy the Rams did what they did defensively and that I was able to get the push. So I was 0-1-2 and with, mm. with the push. So that brings me to nine and nine now, D for the year. So Sweet. I'm even. So yeah, I'm I'm thirteen and five now with the one and one last week. So let's get to these week's picks. You know what? I'm gonna keep it real simple, bro. It's what it's the formula for success this season. So right away I could tell you I'm buying that half point in the Germany game. I'm rolling with Seattle again against Tampa Bay. I think they're the better team. I think they're the better offense. Not necessarily the better defense, although they've been trending up as of late. But they do force turnovers, which Tampa Bay does not. Mm. Gino, exceptional against the Blitz. Give me the plus three Seattle. I talked Dallas up too much to not take them four and a <laughs> half against Green Bay. You know I am not a believer in what Green Bay is doing this year. I think you could stick a fork in those guys. They are done. The season ends this week against Dallas. Dallas covers easily the four and a half. It's going to be a smoke show. Last pick. This is the tough one, Ro. Mm. It's a tough one right here. But I'm going to roll with KC against Jacksonville. Okay. I'm going to take the nine and a half, and I'm going to hope that Mahomes blows these guys out. Jacksonville has been very inconsistent as of late. I know Kansas City is a little suspect against the run, but I know they're bending, well, they not could, break. They could. Are they good against it? They're yeah, they're fifth against okay, the okay. run. Okay, fifth against As of late, though, because Derrick Henry kind of let them yes. have it last week. True. So they've been trending downward as far as the run. But, you know, I True. guess they had a bunch of early season success where they're still top five run defense. I'm rolling with Casey. I'm rolling with Casey. Mahomes is special. Jacksonville does not get after the quarterback. Mahomes is going to have plenty of time back there to cook, find his open receivers. You know he has plenty of them all over the field. This, mm-hmm. this team is loaded as far as weaponry. True. Maybe a couple of turnovers from, from uh, Lawrence. We get the nine and a half cover. I like it. I like it, D. Good stuff there. Your picks have been on point. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll be having to listen to your picks. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with one of your picks, too, brother. I think the Chiefs finally get this cover at home. You know? Love it. Love it. I think the Chiefs get this cover at home, brother. You know, they, they, they've been explosive offensively. You know, Valdez Scantley has been a good fit. Smith Schuster has been a good fit. They get a lot of they get a lot of from their backfield, even though they didn't get none last week. But that was a tough Tennessee run defense. This week, they'll, get, they'll have a more balanced offense, and, and they'll be able to stop the run. They'll be able to stop Etienne. And the Jags, you know, it's still a young quarterback. They're still a young team, a growing team. They ain't ready for this stage. They ain't ready for the Chiefs. The Chiefs look to pound and finally get a big win here against the Jags. Minus nine and a half. Give me that. And moving on, looking across the card, D, you know, I've been on this team and, and I was going to go with the Dolphins. But, you know, I really do. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to respect you. 
here because you do have some good points on the Browns and I, and I feel you there. But I'm going to go with the Giants, though. Mm. I'm going to go with the Giants. This is a chance for the Giants. I got four and a half here. I know you told me five and a half, bro. I got four and a half right here okay. in this book. Five, I, listen, four and a half, <laughs> and four and a half it is. You know what I mean? This is a book I'm looking at right now, four and a half. Uh-huh. I can't share the name of it, but gotcha. I'm looking at four and a half. And with that said, my brother... You know, the Giants, they they run the ball great. They're fourth in the league in rushing. The Texans have been giving up the run. They're bad all around. The Giants have extra time off. They're a well-coached team with extra time off. They'll be ready for the one and six and one Texans, a team that has only one uh, road win here. And and it's just tough. They're going to make it a tough place to play here with the Giants. They'll get what they, they need to get. Daniel Jones has done everything he needs to do to win, and they'll win by more than a touchdown here. Minus four and a half, Giants. I like that pick, my brother. Interesting spot for the Giants. You know, they, they want to be considered a good team. A lot of yeah. people still don't give them the respect. This you got to win these games. Yeah, a thousand You got to win these games. thousand percent. And finally, brother, I will go to that game, that Browns-Dolphins game, but I'm going to go there for that over. Okay. I agree with you with the over, and I agree wholeheartedly, brother. I buy the half point. I make it 49. The Dolphins have been putting all types of points up. They've been giving all types of points up. The Browns are a good offensive team. They're, they're top up there. I think they're fourth in the total yards. You know, the Browns put up their numbers as well. They get in, They got some weapons offensively. I like them to, to be able to get some points in this game, mm-hmm. maybe playing from behind yeah. here. And over 49, brother. It's a great combo for over when a team is scoring and giving it up. And exactly. then giving it up to teams like Chicago, running all yes. over them. Come, They're not the, the most dynamic of offenses, you know. And mm-hmm. they put up 30 on these guys. Week before with Detroit, too. Detroit scored on these guys, and then they scored, too. So, yeah, I, I like it. Recipe for an over. Yeah, nice, a nice over right there. Just, you know, to throw that in there, guys. Just looking for value, and that, and that's the best one I found there. So, anybody, any other team that you were considering? You know, I like to always ask you that. Anything else that was tickling your fancy, you were thinking about, you were leaning, you might take on game day if the time <coughs> comes? I was thinking about the over in the, in the Cleveland-Miami game. Okay. Um, Anything with the we Vikings were, We were Bills. both big on the Saints there, so, you know, like, that was a, a possibility. What, what was True. that? What was the question, bro? The Vikings-Bills. You still like the Vikings in that spot yeah, there? Yeah, bro, Keenum? bro. As, if it's Keenum, I mean, you know, I know Buffalo's talented beyond Allen, but, you know... The Vikings got to get a big win, and, and especially if Allen's not going to be starting in this game, you know, the, 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 it's right there for them. You're getting three points. Uh, Buffalo was were thoroughly embarrassed last weekend by the Jets. Like, I don't know if the Jets True. showed something to the rest of the league and said maybe something that Minnesota can pick up on there, but they had that offense on lock. You know what right. I'm saying? So I was going to got that pick on Allen. It was Allen's worst game of the year by far. So, you know. And then you got a, a little bit of the factor that Keenum used to, if Keenum plays, he used to play for Minnesota, so they're going to want to beat that guy. And vice versa, he's yeah. going to want to beat them too. But, yeah. you know, I think Minnesota's more prepared, especially. With, Be an interesting you know, game. It's an interesting sure. game. It's an interesting game, especially with many struggling a little bit with Washington last week. This is a this is a step up in class from Washington, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That, that's why I feel like the Bills are the pick here, but it, it's tough. Like, like the Giants, and I'm not, I don't want, you know, apples to oranges because the Giants are still searching for respect, and I think Minnesota has more respect than them, but mm-hmm. Minnesota also searching for a signature win, you know? They got the doors blown off by the Eagles, who are probably everybody's perennial, you know, number one right now, right? They're mm-hmm. undefeated. They haven't taken a loss, but 
And and Kirk too, I told you with the two and seventeen against against good teams, teams exactly. he's searching. He wants he needs those big wins, quality wins against good teams. You're you know? right. He needs a confidence builder. And they're seven and one, and they want to establish themselves as a you know a force in the NFC. So this one, this with, even with Allen or without, is Buffalo still a good team? It's an opportunity for Minnesota to to show that they're for real. Yeah, and the one number that I really like that's backing you, D, is the Vikings eight one and one against the spread the last ten games on turf. Mm. So they like the turf. They like Jefferson. Loves that fast, that fast turf. So hey, Jefferson props, man. You know I'm always gonna tell you that Jefferson props. And Thielen's a little bit on the injury list, so he might not be as strong. I like Jefferson too. Yeah, man. Uh, you know you got UFC. You want anything else on football? Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's it. Yeah, There's UFC, UFC two eighty one tonight. You got uh, Adesa two title fights: Adesanya against yes, Pereira, yes. and then Weili Zhang against Carla Esparza. Uh, you know, Whaley's a big favorite, minus 400 here. So I think, you know, I, I think she gets it done. I don't know Carla's championship material. She does have that belt right now because, she, mm. you know, she got that upset win over, over Namawanas. Yes, she did. Um, and then Adesanya and Pereira, this is an interesting fight because you normally don't get Adesanya minus 220, minus 230, which he is right now. And, you know, the odds makers are telling you that Pereira's a real threat. Pereira beat this guy in a kickboxing ring, I believe. Not in the UFC, mm. but his only professional loss is to Pereira, Adesanya. So... You got that there. What uh, do you think? You I've been tempted by, by Pereira, but I think Adesanya is too good. Probably learned way too much since that last loss. And he's also exactly. going to be motivated to show that this guy ain't shit to him. So MSG too, right? The, yeah, right? MSG hometown today in right New here, York. Guys. Yeah, I, I think uh, Adesanya is worth the minus 220, minus 230. Isn't there other... Is, what's the other big male matchup? Is it in Poirier? Poirier against Chandler. Michael Chandler. Uh, yeah. who's, who's is that the, a rematch? To, uh, I'm, you know, I'm not sure if that's a rematch or not. I, yeah, I, I know Chandler and Poirier are known for going to wars and exactly. these guys fight it out. So that's going to be a, a high octane, a lot of action in that fight right there. Yeah, what do you I'd, like? I'd go, What's uh, the spread? It, it, who's, who's favorite? Minus 230 Poirier. I'll, I'll mm. go Chandler with the dog here, plus 176. This like guy Chandler, is uh, he's dynamic as well with the hands and with the striking. So I, I, I'll go Chandler. It's going to be an interesting night. Definitely yeah, a lot yeah, going you got on. the two title fights. You know, I think, I think uh, yeah. Wei Lee's going to get that belt back. She doesn't, she doesn't have to go through rows. Yeah, interesting. So, yeah, enjoy the fights tonight, guys. Of course, I always tell you with all the gambling options out there, you know, be easy, key in on something, do your research, you know, don't go crazy, have your stuff plotted out, take your best bets, and have discipline, man. That's, that's what I have to preach. College football, college basketball now on the – we have NBA, we have hockey, we have NFL – there's a, there's, there's a medley of, of goodies out there, guys. Key in on your favorite sport. Key in on your best sport. Do your handicapping. And, and don't throw any bullshit out there. You know what I mean, dude? Don't, yeah. just, don't just throw out there and hope something sticks, you know? Make sure that you do your research and, 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 and don't let the momentum go in that. Don't let things go downhill and then get crazy with it. Sure. Absolutely not. So, guys... Good luck this weekend. Yeah. Week 10. Enjoy. And you'll hear from us next week. Bet the universe. Podbean.com. Original homes. iTunes, Spotify, yeah. IG page, panel pick app. Bet the new role. Bet the uni Dennis. All that yeah. good stuff. Enjoy yeah. the weekend, guys.